You are listening to Batman. You are listening to Batman. I've been seeing that. Like, I don't follow it because Miss Renee is Miss R Fabulous, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I've, I've been—I don't know—I've come across her a few times um, mm. recently online, and because obviously right now she's posting a lot of stuff about her BBL, and I'm seeing yeah, like, yeah, her yeah. post saying, "Oh, you know, you think? Well, I think she's she does it not, but she's like, oh, you think you're gonna look like this? This is what you know. Instagram makes you think you're gonna look like, but then it turns out you look like this because you went to Turkey, you get three pounds, three thousand pounds, and." Bodge job and now she's got a life-threatening thing and she's like don't get bbls i understand it i hear the message but it's not by force because i feel like she made her own decision to get her bbl obviously we can blame society for the way things are perceived and the way you think things are going to turn out but ultimately it's still your decision same for example for me if i want to get a breast reduction because i feel like smaller titties are the way to go if I get a breast reduction I've got like a, a left augmentation in my right nipple or in my left nipple that is I still made the decision I can't then go and say you know society promised me this small titty life and now I've got a disjointed nipple I feel like you know some of these decisions I get it but you don't have to always publicize everything let it be in it sort out your issues yeah, go go to the hospital, sort it out. I hope you're all well and everything like this, but you don't need to go out now and preach like everyone forced you to do this. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. As if, like, she's saying, like, like people, um, like, social media influencers are going to do it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But I, I feel like what she is doing, it, <laughs> to be honest, I'm happy that she's doing it because, especially with that whole Clinic Hub UK thing, when there was like a, that last year, I saw that they were like the thing, like it was like an accessory to go to Clinic Hub UK and get a BBL done or get something done. Do you know what I mean? Like get your tummy tucked or get something done. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's it's kind of important for her to come out and say it, especially because when she was saying like when when like the um when like the BBL started to go badly, mm-hmm. the way they treated was like really really poor so I feel like it is kind of important to kind of just say just highlight you know these are the ugly sides of it because at the end of the day they are dumb they're not saying no they're not dumb girls but there are girls out there that think that a BBL has no consequences as if like you're not putting your right your life at risk as if because like people see it on social media it's, it's so like I feel it last year especially it, was, it felt very common like this person's gonna got surgery that person's gonna got surgery as if it's not something that is potentially life changing, and yeah. that's what Renee's kind of pointing out, like but that even though you can do it. But these things are expensive as well, you know. They're not like five pounds. They're not. They're not like five. You don't go down the road and be like, oh, okay, do you know what? BBL today. Let me just five pound out my bank account. I'm gonna go fly. You have to have money for these things. And in terms of that, when you have to have money, you should also have. If you've got the time to, if you've got the money to put into a surgery like this, you should also have the time to put in your research. And you should be able to compare. That's what they say they do. They're not doing it though, because everyone's seeing one thing. They're like, "Oh yeah, we're all gonna get it." For example, for me, yeah, I've recently I'd like to get my teeth sorted out, right? And initially, mm. I was gonna go for braces because I had braces when I was younger. I lost my retainer in Paris, you know. Red tear, tear. Here we are now. So I was considering yeah. Smile Direct. Now I know a lot of people, yeah. you know, two people we know, they've already gone to it and they're having good experiences. However, I look online. 
And I'm seeing that in the pandemic, when they're overly pr- uh, promoting Smile Direct, they're saying like, you know, get your kit sent home, get your kit sent to your house, do your little impression, get sent back, and then they'll send you your whatnot, you, what you need for like the next six, seven months. I'm seeing mm. that because you're not having your face to face that you could have had outside of COVID, they're sending you things and they may potentially make your teeth worse. So now okay. I'm thinking yeah. about this and I'm thinking, okay, cool. I need to that I need to personally also have direct contact with my dentist to make sure that this is the right decision. I need a professional to tell me that, you know, Smile yeah. Direct will be okay. I can't just go and assume that because two out of the rest of the, the rest of the people I know in the world are living a good life. That I'm not, not one size all fit, not one size fits all. Do you get what I mean? It's all, yeah. No, but that's, the, but that's the thing though, that I feel like that's what she's trying to bring awareness to. Because, you know, like when you're a bit young and, because I guess when when Renee did her BBL, she's quite young. Like I think she's like twenty one. I don't know how old she was, but she was definitely younger than us. Because mm. she's like, she's young, she's definitely younger than us. But the, the, I think that that's her point. The whole thing about like clinic hub and all that kind of stuff, it was being put out there as if like it's an easy solution. And when she was initially making those videos, it was like, oh, I'm going because I can't be bothered to go to the gym. Yeah. So that was like, like her reasoning. So if you put that, if you put that message out there. I'm going because I can't be bothered to go to the gym. And it's made it seem like, oh yeah, you know, instead of you going out and actually being fit and healthy, you mm. should go and get a BBL done. It's kind of your responsibility when things go bad for you to say, actually, guys, this was the wrong thing to do. And it is, in terms of those kind of things, yeah, that whole thing was my, that, that just makes sense in general. I wouldn't get anything done when I can't go and see a consultant all the time. Mm. That's just, I feel like that's just, that's just common sense kind of thing. But like, in, in terms of like, her responsibility and what she felt when you're leading people to think like, oh, I got my BBL done, it looks so nice, da, 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 and it goes sour. I feel like you are kind of responsible to say like, I was really promoting people hard. I need to now say that they actually aren't good. They didn't deliver. So at the end of the day, you guys shouldn't be going to them. And I feel like that's what she's doing. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's true. How long do you think she's going to do this for? Do you think she's going to do it until her problem is fixed? Or do you think she's going to yeah, become probably. like a representative for... Botched jobs. God. I don't know. Uh, just... I hope not, because I don't want to hear about it anymore. But like, <laughs> the thing is, yeah, um, I feel probably until like we'll follow her. The, she's probably gonna like post her her journey because she said that she's going to a new doctor in it, like one of yeah. these expensive doctors to go and get their things done. But to me, I just see it as a, another cautionary tale. Yeah. Girls just need to be careful in general, and it is there is a problem with our generation that you, for me, on Instagram. I'm new anyone that makes me feel insecure about my body. Like if, yeah, if all the time I'm seeing images of you and your body looks like like super like I can't even achieve that shit, even if I was squatting and doing and eating out like every day, like eating really well every day. There's no point of me watching you all the time. Like for what reason? Like you're beautiful, okay, good for you. But I can never achieve that body and you make me feel insecure. And that's just like you have to be real with yourself. So just unmute those people and just have that thing that you have like some self-respect like you don't you're not going to start chasing beauty standards because at the end of the day those beauty standards are probably going to change you know what i mean so just relax that's that's what i would just say to the world just relax (laughs) like it's too much i follow people like like there's this girl you probably know her i'm not too sure but her name's so raven so raven tracy uh her body her body to me is gold like i love her she is my female crush and Mm. i don't mind when i see banging bodies Big, small, skinny, thick. I don't really care as long as like you're comfortable in what you're doing. I'll watch you. 
I'll repost you, I'll boost you, I'll like your pictures. I'm calm with that. What I don't like mm. is when people try to sell me shit. Like, hey, I got this by doing flat tummy tea or gummy bear shit. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I didn't come on here to see, to get, to, to buy something. I'm not looking at you for you to sell me a lifestyle. I'm looking at you because, you know, you're an inspiration or I just want to <laughs> Yeah. But when people try and sell me something as if, I can achieve what you achieve by doing this, then that's that's when it starts, to, when I have to take it away from me because I'm like, I don't like what you're putting out there. Yeah. Same I like, mean, I don't, that's, I don't that's, like fitness tutorials either because I'm not going to exercise. So what's the point? <laughs> that's, uh, that's the reason, you know, I don't know if you know who Jujube is. Like she used to be a love and hip hop. Oh, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. But Juju, obviously, you know, like, I don't know if Juju has surgery, but in, in my opinion, she is goals. Like she's, probably like one of the most beautiful women out there mm. but like she, she started she had like this dieting program and I was like this bitch <laughs> every minute you go on Instagram it's like oh this person like you know like she'll be showing you all of the results of whatever yeah. and I'm so sorry like you can be even like the person that has the most I don't know like you like watching you can start having a warp sense of what you should look like yeah in my opinion once I start feeling like that I'm just gonna lock it off I'm not gonna go on your page I'm not, it's the same thing as like the Kardashians and stuff like that. I feel like they have unrealistic beauty standards. Like you, like every time they show certain things, like your face has been edited to death. You've got all this surgery and it's just like, people don't look like this. So I don't want to surround myself with that. If I'm, there's already enough issues I have, like people have in their own lives. You know what I mean? Like day-to-day worries and whatever, whatever. I'm not going to come on and be like flooded with images of like things that are, just like unrealistic basically and then you start thinking like oh but this little fat here maybe I can work out a bit more diet a bit more do this a bit more can I just live my life like I don't want to have it all the time like fair enough you can I, I follow like good looking girls I'm saying that I, I cut off every single person obviously that's that's not true but I'm just saying like when certain things are you as a person you you're looking at it and it, and it starts warping your mind in terms of what you think I would just say cut it off there's no there's no point like having that there as something to see all the time like I just yeah I don't I just don't agree with it that's what I also don't understand about like uh, like the younger generation mm-hmm. like the, the way that people get influenced you see things like that all the time and it affects your mental and then you carry on with those type of images to the point that you want to change yourself to look like that mm-hmm. I feel like it's a bit much but I guess for them social media is everything so it's a bit yeah it's a bit wild. And I feel like there is definitely, like, not everyone, but I will say, like, the majority of people, when they're looking at social media, you, there is certain things that you probably will see that will make you start thinking, oh, maybe I should get this done or maybe not get this done, but, like, maybe I should do this to kind of fit into that mold or whatever. For me, I just say, anytime you start feeling like that, just lock it off. That that would just be my, my solution to it because you can always turn it off. Not by force, you have to look at it. That's true. Did you hear about the people that were getting surgery? Well, it's quite old though. People that were getting surgeries to look like their Snapchat filters. Yeah, I saw one the other day. I mean, she looked good. Not in real but, life. <laughs> yeah, not in real life. No, I saw um an article like oh, okay. um like three or four days ago of this Indian woman. Um, she looked, looked really really good. She got like fillers done. She got like um she got fillers done. Mm, okay. And I mean, she looked good, but it's just, you know, it's too much. Like, I just think it's too much. Well, 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 well. All right, well, 
that was not the episode but getting into what we was gonna say about um what was it the storms you look alike you know funny you think you bring that up yet i think when i found out about it i think maybe it was like last week or the week before i'm not sure the weeks all blurred together and i think someone said that a gofundme had been started for him but they still saw him on the streets yeah mm. and then so when you're saying oh like you know wondering where your money is going and mm. was it because I, I looked at, I looked into it today and they managed to raise thirty thousand pounds for him. Yeah, it's quite a bit, wasn't it? Quite a bit of money. However, when GoFundMe has fees, uh, yeah. I'm I'm not sure if that is the the most obvious thing, but I never knew that. I didn't know yeah. that, you know, you raise money for a charity because obviously when you when you support Go when you give to GoFundMe or to any of these things with a kind of petition, they're like oh, you can donate one pound here for Red Tear Tear. So I didn't really think, yeah. on top of that, they're also taking money from the money that's been donated for a different cause because mm. the money that's actually going to him is 28,000. So that's 2,000 pounds in fees. Nice. That's crazy. Exactly. So, yeah, so he's going to get that. And I don't think he gets that money until September the 10th. That's when they're able to withdraw it. So. But then- yeah, it's a bit interesting, now, isn't it? <laughs> I do wonder but what it does, that, though. Yeah, well, as a GoFundMe. No, 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 not the GoFundMe. Like, I can imagine that any sum of money to someone that doesn't have anything would mm. be an improvement. Like a, a big deal, yeah. But how yeah, long yeah. does it sustain him for? Like, I, I would like to understand the process a bit more than just, like, you know, raising money and then, then what? Exactly. I think that that's what people's... What, um, who was it? Was it Poet that... that, that called it out because because i think that the girl let me turn this off oh go away yeah so basically the girl said that she raised all that money and then i think poet saw him um outside he, he said that he was seeing him outside of his station every single day yeah like i don't know if he was begging or whatever i'm assuming he was begging and they asked him, like, you know, have you had the money but also you know what at first i thought like you know like, he's young drunk so he's an alcoholic he has like some sort of um like health issues. Mm. Um and they were meant to get him like a therapist. So I was like, you know, sometimes when people have health issues, you don't know what what's like, you know, whatever. What their addiction is. What's the truth or not. Do you know like, if they're helping him or they're not helping him, it's a bit like you don't you don't really know. Mm. Um but then obviously you saying that it, the money is not redrawable until you say tenth of September. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very, very interesting. They said that- um, They've like been able to give him a haircut and they've given him some clothes. Like, these are probably things from like donations and anything that they could do immediately. Like a, a ten pound haircut is, you know, it's affordable if you're still trying to help the man in it. So I'm sure there's some things that they've been able to give him. But yeah, and I said that they're trying to get into like a therapy session, isn't it? Therapy as well. Yeah, I think that they said that they were trying to do that. So I mean, if they can help, it's really really good. But yeah, it, it does kind of. It does kind of beg that question, like, do you know where your money's going to? The only the only reason is like, obviously, you know, with the whole Black Lives Matter movement when it was at its peak, I had to give money to Black Lives Matter, and then when those questions came up about like, who are we actually giving this money to? Then it was like, yeah, screw, yeah, who are you giving this money to? Just kind of like aimlessly donating, you don't actually know what's where the money is being allocated towards. These people could have just pocketed this money. And the thing that I do find I do find a bit odd is like since the peak of that um protesting period, I don't feel like Black Lives Matter has been as vocal again. 
Yeah, I yeah, I don't really hear much on like obviously I still see like the the no I'm not gonna lie, I don't see much. <laughs> I really don't it's, see much. I don't I don't really know where that money because I thought that that was that money would have been given to like organizing some sort of like more more kind of protest and maybe telling us like oh we've put it in put in I'll put, probably if we check the website they'll say they've put it into this organization or putting it into that organization. But even things like community gathering, like I don't I haven't heard much to say Black Lives Matter would like to assemble these people in this area to go and protest someone so or whatever as a social justice movement. Um, so it just kind of begs like the question, like you know, what happened with that money? What are they using it for? They haven't really advertised as to how they're using it, so people know what what happened with the money they gave. So I just find that a bit weird. Did they ever say what the money was going to go towards, or was it just yeah. raising money for Black Lives? They did say, they said that it was meant to go towards like, um, like the, the same thing I could say, like things like um, like these youth programs and um, community organization. And it was meant to go to, I don't know if it was meant to go to protests, but like things like, like community organization, basically to help like local communities with like programs within their areas. Okay. So they, have done, they may have done that. It's just that we haven't really heard of it. So if you're not really within that loop of like knowing where to find information you just wouldn't know where, where your money's gone um it's a bit unfortunate with that one yeah unfortunate. i'm not too sure you have to like proper research it um well i guess no no yeah, you just have to research it but, but like because i should have looked into this right but like i'd be i want to see because everyone always took well not everyone but i always Growing up, there was always like a stigma that, you know, sometimes homeless people are homeless because they, they've, they've failed in life some way. Yeah. So they've mm. either not been able to work a job or they didn't have the priorities straight or yeah, they got into debt. Yeah. yeah. And then this is why they're on the streets. But obviously now we grow up, we realise, you know, sometimes you're homeless because the government has failed you or people have failed yeah. you and circumstances. Yeah. So I do wonder how, how is it, what does it take for you to be able to pick yourself up and get off the streets? And I do wonder that if him having 30,000, like who set the goal for 30,000 pounds, will that sustain him for the year? Is that mm. something that he can, I don't know, pay rent with? I don't know how it works. But I think, does he live with his mum? That guy. I the thought he's homeless. No, so, uh, no, okay, yeah, I know he's homeless, but like, I feel like he's, he's on the streets because he's, he's on drugs or something, so his mum kicked him out. Okay. So I feel like there's some sort of backstory to it. I just don't remember what it is. <laughs> it's not very helpful. I'm confused, right? Because now this is going to just sound mean. But how do we pick and choose who who gets off the street? Yeah, because so what? He gets okay. Please do not paraphrase me or take this out of context. But he gets we raise. He gets to have money raised for him because he looks like Stormzy. That's yeah, that is and so true. Then we find out that his backstory is is because he got kicked out because he's on drugs. So then we're gonna look at like Jimmy down the road, and he's actually on the streets because you know he he got a um, major couldn't sustain yeah. well, has to live on the streets and now he's begging, but he doesn't get the same kind of clout because he don't look like Stormzy. Are we? How do we decide this now, mate? Do you know I, this is so like like irrelevant but it kind of ties in there's this show that i watch it's called um amsterdam okay new amsterdam yeah 
Um, so it's, it's this show about like this hospital program. And in the show, they have this thing about a GoFundMe. And the guy's like, it's like an Olympics of suffering. <laughs> That's the way he terms it. Because he's just like, why do we make people like perform to help for like help if that makes sense because that's basically yeah. what it is it's all like a performance like oh like, like feel so sorry for me da, 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 da. and it's really really sad because i like the the whole kind of concept when you think about it it's kind of like icky mm. like you're making people have to like turn their lives out to say like give me money for this thing like it just it, <laughs> ideally this is not the way the world work but yeah, it's it's a bit of a weird concept going for me, because it's just like like you said, how do we decide who deserves the money and who doesn't deserve the money? It's like you know that girl, the one that um, the one that recently got married. What was that? She got engaged or something? You know the one that's like she was spent. She had like her friends' designer bags or whatever, and then she didn't have enough money for a visa. Wait, no. Yeah, do, do you remember that story? She had designer bags, but she didn't have enough money for a visa. For, for a visa. She couldn't stay in the country and she had to go open a GoFundMe when she was posting images with herself, with a like, designer every day. And she was like, oh yeah, but those are my friend's designer bags. I was like, well, you could have asked your friends for me then. And she had like like a year or a year or two years or something like that to sort it out. And she didn't sort it out for that whole time. Oh. Wasn't saving up for nothing. Oh, is it? I'll try I don't remember her. I don't, but this story sounds very funny. I'm sorry. Is she Nate, from the UK or America? She- no, she's from no. It's, it, she, it happened in the UK, but she was like African. Oh, okay, she was like some from somewhere in Africa. I can't remember where she was from, like country wise. Um, but yeah, they were going to kick out the country, and she was like, "Yeah, but." And then she had to go and go fund me, and someone like that. They raised so much money for her, and I was like, "But why?" Like that's your own fault that you're in that situation. I don't even understand why people will give you money. It's true. Like, I'm seeing every now and then, I feel like you can start up a GoFundMe. Well, it's not for me. I tried, I think I started up a GoFundMe because I just felt like I was poor. You wanted money. I just wanted money. So I Trans financial. Support me. Because <laughs> you didn't go nowhere. But uh, these people, and they, they've got like a, a big following or something like that. They, they start their GoFundMe's because, you know, life is oh so, 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 so bad. And mm. everyone's able to flush in and give them money and everything like that so that they can sustain their lifestyle, you know, meanwhile still posting with their designer staff, doing that. But, you know, their main priorities, they can't afford those, but they can afford their luxuries. However, you still got people out on the streets, they're struggling, and it takes you, literally what you said, you have to see them perform. You have to hear this big, dark, deep story about how seven men have died and how they're, they're the only people left in the world. And then you ha- they have to struggle to, to raise the money for like, I don't understand this whole concept. Like, there's this girl yeah, I follow. And yeah, I like her makeup tutorials and everything like that. And she yeah. put up, she she was asking for a GoFundMe because she was saying about how she immediately needed to get out of her house because her sister's a bit psycho and that she's always, it's really hard for her to create. Like, she, she messes with her anxiety and it's hard for her to create because, you know, mm. she's always making her depressed and she's always, like, getting her mum to gang up on her and stuff like that. She felt threatened. Yeah, she felt threatened. Um, in her house okay fair her, enough. Sister, her sister's basically a bitch and she just can't produce any work because her sister keeps trying to prevent her from doing it so you know right, she okay. to her followers and her followers gave her, her some money and now she's able to live by herself right okay uh, nice for some innit exactly it was just a it was just a it's nice for some kind of it wasn't a oh nice for some. it was just a it's nice for some because you, you got know, people that 
that will follow you to do that. Exactly, because you're a content creator already. I don't know how much you get paid. I don't know if you have a side job. I don't know. I cannot make up your circumstances. However, you had food and water of your head. You just wanted a kickstart to get into your apartment. However, do you give this back to the people? (laughs) You keep this money. You live your life. You continue to live your life. Exactly. Haha, I got out of that house quick time because I begged to my followers. And you know what's sad? The followers that are given... Are they like probably like fifteen year old girls? Probably. <laughs> That's the probably thing. like little little girls are taking their mum's cards and giving ten pounds, fifteen pounds to this girl. Exactly. They've probably saved up money from Christmas. They said, "I'm gonna give it to Susie because so she can make more content for me and I can see butterflies on my face." This is why they're giving their money, and you still got people out there. Look, I don't give money. So I'm suffering. I can't say, "Oh no, you shouldn't give your money here because you know there's other people over there." I can't dictate that. However, it's just funny to see how quickly the world can work for people who are in a slightly better situation than people that are actually out there suffering. It's just mad. It's true. It's actually very, very true. It's just mad. And the way that everyone was able to cluster together and get 30,000, I think they raised, they raised 24,000 in 24 hours for a storm to look alike. Yeah, it is amazing. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? It cut out. No, I just said that's amazing. That was it. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that is amazing. And it's like, rah. But then, like, it's just like, there's more that we could do. And that's the thing as well. Like, that's why I don't... With this whole thing about giving to charity, yeah, you know when they try and stop me in the street, they tried to stop me yesterday. I was like, dodge. (laughs) Like, like, I ain't signed up to nothing. Mm. I'm not out here. Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you. It crackles a little bit. Yeah, I think that is, is my internet today. It's, it's a bit poor. Um, Zoom time. <laughs> um, what's it called? Yeah, so literally, um, what was I saying? Um, oh. Yeah, these like these charities, no, no one to get you to sign up for like their monthly whatever, whatever. And then you start reading like the small prints and it'll be like, yeah, like, I don't know, 95p of your donation will go to like the cause and like one pound 15 will go to the company and you're just like what yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. like things like that all of those little caveats because obviously with with um charity because like i know i know some certain people that work in the charity industry mm. you realize that a lot of it is just like a money-making scheme like oh, no yeah, not, to, not to say that it's like seeded and you shouldn't give to charity like fair enough, if you find a good charity that you should good you should give to it but just be mindful that People that work for Oxfam, the directors of those of those companies are millionaires. And yet there's still poor people in the streets in those African countries, quote unquote, that they keep advertising to you. Like these charities that have gotten billions in grants, why is there still poverty in this world? <laughs> because exactly. it's still all a money making scheme. Exactly. And their employees all work for the thing that this is one of the things that I copped yet. My uncle told me that basically if I wanted say if I wanted to open a store, right? These yeah. tar- if you, um, oh, what do you hear? If you register, your- if you register yourself as a charity, you don't have to pay ta- certain taxes. Yeah, you've got loads of tax ta- exemptions. Yeah, exactly, and like churches as well. Exactly. So I could potentially create an establishment, label it as a charity, only give a small percentage of the funds that I take to charity, and the rest of myself is for me is profit. That is yeah. definitely a money-making scheme. 
And if yeah. I, and if I wanted to top it off, I can also advertise when looking for employees that they're working. They're looking. They're going to be working at a charity, so I don't have to pay them. Like, it's, yeah. it's so now I'm just, I don't have to pay anyone, and I'm reaping benefits, and I don't have to pay taxes. That is very true, Elsha. That is spot on, and that that's why it's a bit odd, you know. Like um, yeah, like having people volunteering that kind of shit, mm. so you don't have to pay them free labor, but yeah. it's legal. Yeah, and then you can sign them up for like you know like through the job center. That's what they do. They give people charity placements where you work for free, and the government pays you. Yeah, and you're just like wow, but you're really like they you're running these businesses, and the government is paying you what like seven pound an hour. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like it's 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 insane. It's insane. It's actually like madness when you think about it. Like they usually not to say that they're exploiting people, but to be honest. Charities are definitely money-making schemes because I remember when I, used, I used to see, you know how they have, to, they used to recycle these, um, was it the red flag or Oxfam videos on about, you know, the children needing water and, and the babies mm. with Koshikor and all those kind of things. And I'd be like, mm. you know, the amount of money it took you to do a little documentary, did you give them clean water at the end of it? Ask I've been them. sipping on that dusty... Ask <laughs> them looking all sad. I don't want to see your sad face. Flies Go and fix their lives. Exactly. <laughs> Go and fix it. Do you know what? Yeah, it, the thing that, that gets me the most is like when you see them driving like Range Rovers and yeah. like such nice cars, and you're just like, ah, you people are really eating out here. You're healthy, you know, very, very healthy. Like it's just, I don't know, it's, it's strange. Obviously, that, that's that's another way that rich people hide their money, isn't it? They put it in charities, yeah. put it in all of these kind of organizations that are apparently sit like whatever, but they're really like. <laughs> It really is money laundering. That that is literally what they're doing. It's it's white collar money laundering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. The way the world is working, the way like money is such a concept. Oh my gosh! All that you know, all the government or anyone has to do is just say that money is worth nothing, and then by click the of fingers, life is simple. What would be chaos? Do you think? It would be chaos because uh, all these people that have been put into a regime, into a system, and right. it's been made to look like they're shit because they don't have certain numbers in their bank account, for you to exactly. wipe that and say it's not needed, people will riot. People will be like, what? People <laughs> will literally eat the rich. They will set them on fire <laughs> and they will kill them. And this is how the world... Hey. <laughs> I mean, that's a reset. Maybe we need it. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't include me here because I've got student finance and student learning and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, life is hard. <laughs> um, that is too funny. Like, but do you know what? Yeah, do you think that a bartering system would work? A bartering system? No. Yeah, like you... always, people that want power. If people yeah, could be humble problem. and accept the fact that they're no, they're no special than anyone else. Yeah. Then yeah, sure. But everyone true. always has to have some type of status. Whether it's a king, queen, prime minister, president. Someone needs to feel special. Yeah, that's true. They will be bartering like your goats for your peace. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. Right? They'll be like, there'll be something else. <laughs> They'll be like, this person that has the most goats is the most like successful in the land. You'd be like, oh, I got no goats. Oh no. So, yeah. All the hipsters, all the vegans, everyone will all come out and now they'll be on top, be like, Yeah, we've got all our oats, we've got all the peas and all the goats. And then you're like, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> 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 Hey, got that shit. No, it's, <laughs> the world is going to be chaos. I don't think there's any simple system that we could put in place yeah. that everyone would be happy with. I it's think true. 
Yeah. yeah, I think it's true. What what you said is all about greed, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. that's the, that's what it comes down to. There will always be a greedy motherfucker somewhere. Exactly. Even before they had computers and Wi-Fi, they were greedy. So <laughs> it's not going to stop now, is it? <laughs> it's not going to stop now. Oh, no, but, was, yeah. but yeah, back back to the topic that we were talking about about knowing where you where your money goes. Another thing that I learned, which I think I, I really I already told you this, but you were like you knew already. Uh, but you know when you give um, money to people on the streets. So I remember um, I told you my brother was listening to our podcast about um, panhandlers. Oh yeah. You, usually those women from Romania and he was just like, yeah, you shouldn't give them money because they like work for pimps and stuff. And I said I didn't know that because I didn't know that they were being like basically trafficked mm-hmm. um and since then i haven't given them money but then i felt guilty because it's like if you work for your pimp shouldn't i give you money so you're not beating at the end of the day but <laughs> it's cut <catch-22. laughs> yeah because it's just like what the i don't know it's so sad i don't know but even things like that like something that's so minor in the street i feel like but the thing is like can you offer the women help i don't even know like what to do when i see them i feel so sad for them I, don't. I thought that they were just like regular women that just didn't want to go to work. Like they could make more money panhandling and going to work. I've, I've had two experiences with them. Neither of them. Once, year I was walking and I was young. So I must have been baby about 12 or 13. And I was walking down the streets of like Piccadilly with my cousin. And this yeah. old lady, or this, well, she looked old, but she may have just been homeless. But she was walking quite next to, quite close next to me. Yeah. And all I feel is her hand in my pocket. I said, excuse me. Oh, she went to steal. <laughs> I was like, Jason, yeah. you're on poor. <laughs> I ain't got nothing in my pocket. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's the wrong person to steal from. <laughs> Isn't it? You, you thought I had money because I'm here. I'm nah. young child. The way her <laughs> hand was in my pocket. Exactly. But no, nah, I was just like, okay. And then the other day, I was standing at the I was standing at the front of my store and next to my store is uh, Lola's cupcakes and the guy that works at my place he's he he's always floating with the girls so they give him free stuff I don't know when they will learn but hey so I, I saw him I said can you go get me some free stuff please so he was over there flighting he's what the, he's been a gigolo basically he was over there getting up some getting some free cakes and some um, drinks and then this oh this lady comes next to me she's like oh can I can I have some like can I have some money from food food and I was like no nah, I don't have any money I can't get you any food because I'm trying to watch him finesse I'm to get trying to get myself <laughs> so if I interfere now we're both gonna be fucked no so she's just like no food food and I'm like no nah, I don't have nothing <laughs> can you please like go else <laughs> No, it was so hard. She, she. I'm, I'm pretty sure she, she cussed me in her language. I, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're both out here trying to finesse. <laughs> I can't help you today. <laughs> it's hard out here. I'm actually finished. <laughs> I'm actually finished. No, but th- that's what you actually don't understand about you know, like panhandlers. Like, I understand that you're struggling. Like, I completely understand it. But how do you know that? Because I've got this little Sainsbury's bag that I have money to be given away. Why, why do they think that people just have money to give to other people? Like, it's unfortunately, it's kind of like a survival of the fittest mentality if you think mm. about, of it that way. But like, if I'm struggling to put, like, I've got priorities. Like, imagine that I had kids and stuff like that. 
Like, and then I decided to give you like my little one pound. And then, you know, like some of them are a bit cheeky, be like, oh, can I get five pounds? How do you not know that this four pounds is what is going to give me dinner today? Like, I would like to approach one of those because I'll take the one pound right out of hand, you know, and keep walking. Because who do you think you are? <laughs> what do you mean? Can I have five pounds? Hey, you're lucky you got one. <laughs> do you know who you're talking to? Do you know who I am? <laughs> we try like I do yeah. try and I look at these people and I yeah. do try but then I also have to consider the fact that I am also struggling it's yeah. just it's kind of like we can't all assume that anyone is better off than anyone else I mean maybe mm, I maybe I can definitely. afford to give five ten pounds but don't want to <laughs> yeah, that, that five ten pounds you can actually need it for something. Do you know what I mean? Like it could be. Look, there's uh, nothing. There's nothing worse. Like, I don't know. I mean, we live in our mum's house, so it is what it is. But like, maybe you like. <laughs> there's nothing worse, yeah, than going like coming towards the end of the month and being like, oh, if only I had ten pound more, and you're like, ah, damn it, and then you remember and when you gave away that ten pound. <laughs> And then you have to sit there quietly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so funny. But, yeah. No, I agree with you. Because I feel like people you, people just don't know your life, do you know what I mean? So you coming to beg to me is just... The only thing I can do, really, in those situations, I acknowledge their humanity, which is it's probably the smallest thing you can do. But for some of them, for some people that are on the streets, it's actually like a big deal that you actually look them in the eye and say like, good morning or say like, oh, I don't have money. Why well, I'm just ignore, ignoring them. Yeah, so I will acknowledge you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll acknowledge you and be like, sorry, I don't have anything. Like, And if I don't have anything, I don't have it. And sometimes, so let's just go back to what we... So this this man came up to me the other day, yeah? Mm. Um, when Where was this? I felt like I was in Central somewhere. But he came to ask me for money for his oyster just to me. And I was like, but why are you asking me for money for your oyster? And I was just like, no. Nah. Wait, no, 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 no. It, like, was, sometimes I'm just, it wasn't a black man, was it? No, he was an Asian, like an Arab-looking man. Oh. oh. Looked very, very healthy. Looked like he had money. And came to ask me, like, oh, can you give me... Um, he said he wanted uh, three pounds for his oyster. Mm. No, I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> he oh, because mm. oh, yeah. you said he wanted to ask you if he could give him three pounds for your o- his oyster. Well, I mean, I, I just said no. I I, well, I didn't have change, like, because I don't carry change around. That's just one thing. Um, I don't carry money anymore, which is actually not the best well, because thing. Because the but... panhandlers come for you. Not even that, but just like I just don't carry money in general. But the way when he asked me, I was just like, "What? I'm so confused here." I was on the train, and well, no, I was coming out of the train, like the Jubilee line, and this old Mm. um, man came up to me, and he was just like, "Oh, hi, sister," and I was like, "Hi," and he was like, "Oh." I was like, I'm really, I was like, I'm really sorry. Oh, is it the black man? Yeah. Oh, so he's a, he, he does it a lot. Is it the black man? Is he? He's crazy. Was he in a suit? Is he in a suit? Oh no, the one that I had is a crazy black man. Oh no, this one was in a suit, and he was just like, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't got any. And he's like, No, 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 no. Listen to what I'm gonna say. I said, like, Alright, hang on. And he's like, Yeah, so I can't afford. I'm looking for some money. I can't. I need to pay my 
electricity bill or my water bill. And, you know, it's really embarrassing for me to ask, but have you got any money that you can give me? I said, no, I'm sorry, but I hope you're okay to get, I hope you're okay and you're able to pay your bills. And then he cut his his eye at me. (laughs) The way that they, this is what I'm saying. It's, do you know what? It's entitlement because why do you think entitled to my money? I went to bust my ass for seven hours, eight hours a day for you to come and cut your eye at me for not giving you my money. Mine. It's mine. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just that it was like a old for me it the the whole circumstance felt weird like for example if you're talking about a pride thing you're asking a well i don't even look my age but i definitely look 20 something yeah you're you're a 40 year old man yeah, asking yeah. a 20 year old girl who's wearing her you know everyday clothes to give you money to pay for your electricity and your heating bill do i look like the right person to be asking I don't think that, so. That's also another thing because you would ask someone that you think has got like money. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you wouldn't just ask. Ask it's an just, adult. It <laughs> an adult, yeah, exactly. <laughs> someone that's like 30, 30 is a, a, a white lady. Someone that's on your level. Go ask her. <laughs> She'll understand you're, you're, you're trying to pay the electricity and the heating bill. Yeah. What do I know? Well, I do know, but what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> She might have five pounds for you. And the things that obviously not I'm not saying that we're taking the piss, you know what I mean? But it's just like we work hard for our our own stuff. And it's just like being young, you're really trying to figure it out yourself. I don't have money to give people. I don't I just don't. I don't I'm not gonna give it to my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? So I wouldn't give it to a stranger. I I would like okay, I can give like one or two pounds or pound number if I have it. And it's just always like actually like legitimate. But there was a woman that that um she was like, oh, I've been sleeping at a bus shelter. And she was like, she's like, I'm scared of like, you know, no, she said she was, she was sleeping in the park. And I felt really bad for her. So I gave her a little bit of change. But it's just like, some if your story is like authentic and I and I have it and I'm like, yeah, what one, one or two pounds going to do? Like I can give that to somebody. But like when you're coming with like big, big attitude, as if like I've done you wrong by not giving you my money, <laughs> you're just like, piss off. Yeah, yeah. For real, piss off. So that's why I like homeless shelters. They are. This is what I don't. I think sometimes, yeah, the homeless shelters are overrun, especially in London. Mm. You know, there's a thing about like, especially like young girls being homeless and not able to get into like shelters. I, I don't know, or maybe it's like they don't want to follow the rules of the shelters, mm. so they don't. They decide like not to. What's it called? Um, they decide to leave them and stuff. I don't know. I don't know what the reason might be, or maybe they're being like molested in the shelters. We don't. We just don't know. Do you know what I mean? There might be a reason why she didn't want to go to the shelter. Um, but yeah, I mean, I remember like when something happened with within my family. Somebody was had to go to like, what do you call it? Is it like a youth hostel, hostel kind of? Thing? Yeah. Yeah. So there definitely are re- like resources where people mm. can go. You just have to have like follow certain rules. The problem was the person did say that they were. There were some drug users in that place, which is kind of like not great. Well, that's so, the thing. I, I've also heard, like, I'm I'm not familiar with hostels, but I do know like how they work and whatnot. And yeah. if like, well, if you if you're lucky to have um, someone that you can go to, uh, like part time, like a friend or something like that, or you, because yeah. if you're in a hostel for a certain amount of time and you're showing that you're like living in the hostel. You're do you're abiding by that their rules and everything like that. You'll eventually get placed in a in a house. You'll eventually get placed. And if your hostel yeah in a council house, isn't it? Yeah, and if your hostel has shit conditions, I'm talking like you know, 
run with like the abusers, the druggies, yeah. shit and everything in the house. You don't technically have to stay there, but you have to pretend you're living there. So that means every time your your, your officer comes around, you're there. Or every oh, other shit. week or every other day, you just go in to turn on the lights or run the water a little bit. You just need to pretend that you're present. You don't actually have to physically live there. But Same I think there. a lot of the times when, uh, the when they go to these places, they're not very aware of what you have to do to prove that you're there, staying there to get uh, on to the next step. Uh, and then they give up too quickly. Like, no, I'm not staying there. I'd rather be blah, 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 blah. And then they lose their opportunity yeah, you know I guess I mean? that's true, you know, yeah. It's so oh, that's really sad. I didn't know that. Mm. It's so unfortunate. I feel like there needs to be, like, a sh- I don't know, I'm not saying it needs to be drilled into you at school, but there needs to be a better educational system on how to beat the system. In case, yeah, <laughs> in case something happens, like, for real. No, that's so true, like, mm. especially with, like, people from, like, Minor, like not minority community, but but people from like underprivileged backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I said minorities, not not mar- minorities, but yeah, people from like underprivileged backgrounds. Like that should be, you know, when we have that lesson in school when it's like when they talk about some stupid educational class. I can't remember what it was called. PSHE. Oh, PSHE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we have those kind of days, I feel like that's what they should be talking about. Like, if you ever find yourself in a position and you need to leave home, yeah. these are the resources. This is what you should be doing. I, I agree with you. It's true. They really should draw those kind of things, especially how to how to function and to navigate the UK government when you're living in it. You need like if someone was to ask you, oh, say if you was in a situation you needed to move out of your home, what mm. steps would you take? I don't know. <laughs> These are simple things that we should just generally be able to know. Like it shouldn't have yeah. to. Not everyone has access to internet. Not everyone. Well, we should all have access to internet, but not it's everyone true. does. No, not everyone does. That is very, very true. And, and I think I've glossed over that in this century. Like everyone has access to internet. Yeah, you just assume now. Like, oh, everyone has a touchscreen phone. Everyone has Wi-Fi. Yeah. Everyone has three G. But it's not a way. Not it everyone really does. Yeah. And it's like even if you did have access to those things, how do you research what you need to research? Yeah, 100%. They do need to put more um, money or focus into how to navigate the UK government. But they don't want to tell us. They don't want us to know how yeah, to function. Yeah, they, they need poor, like, poor people, don't they? Because yeah. Yeah, once you start telling people, educating them like that, then social mobility starts, isn't it? And people can actually leave the, the ghettos of the UK. Do you know what I mean? It's true. It's true. Even, like even yeah. down to... Um, what was another one? Uh... Oh, you know how they they force. Oh, so you know how people get into rent arrears, yeah, and um, mm-hmm. they they're forced they they can't pay their rent and things like that, mm-hmm. and um, they rack up a big bill, and mm-hmm. then obviously it leads to if they ignore their bill because they say they can't afford it, it's out of their control. You know, they don't know where they're gonna get two thousand pounds or something like that to pay their rent that they've been ignoring for months because they were too scared to open their letters. Mm, but you know <laughs> they get themselves into the situation and now the government's talking about how if you don't pay we're going to take away do you get what I mean mm-hmm. things to avoid that instead of just ignoring your letters all you have to do is pay a minimum of five pounds yeah, yeah. Pay minimum. and if you show that you can pay your minimum each month yeah they'll be like oh you know they're making an effort they can't take nothing from you and you can yeah. keep that to the day you die <laughs> 
It's true. <laughs> and you can still live there. But people wouldn't, they're people too scared to actually, you know, either look for help or to pay the minimum. And they ignore yeah. the issue because they think if they're going to ignore it, it'll go away and it will never go away. And then that's when they can abuse their power. Do you think that's just like ignorance though? It is a lot of like ignorance. People are just yeah. ignorant. Like they don't think, like, let me go and see what resources are available. Because I feel like even if you didn't know that, let's say, for instance, you went down to like, I don't know, your local citizen advice bureau they might mm. be able to tell you this is what you could do yeah. but i don't think that there's some people that are out there that i feel like they don't even know what that is that <laughs> they is don't true. know that that's a resource even they've obviously they've limited the scale of the citizen's advice bureau by a, a lot so it's not really that accessible mm. it's true like i think lucian council tax i think uh not council tax lucian council house used to be yeah. able to go down there i don't think you can even go in there anymore Oh, is it? I feel like it's like appointment or you have to write a letter. Like some things like you just... Oh, is that because No, it's because they're dickheads. Oh, general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I feel like you can't... Like before you used to be able to like, you know, pick up the phone and be like, hi, red hair, hair, can I get some help? Now you have to write emails. Now yeah. it's like, oh, sorry, you know, go through this channel to that channel. There's no direct person. That's bad. It's a bit crazy. They're making things a lot harder. Yeah, you know, what, what they call it, red tape, innit? You build mm. so much red tape that people just give up. Yeah, exactly. And then they like, you know, they're going to ignore it. Then the problem only gets bigger. And then it's it's not even, sometimes it's ignorance. Sometimes it's exasperation. Yeah. Sometimes you've exhausted it and you don't know where to do, you don't know what to do. Yeah. And especially like, let's say you've got kids and all this stuff and just like you've got bills and exactly. it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. That's so sad. Some people don't have the luxury to sit on the phone all day. Exactly, honestly. That's crazy. Oh, Lord, I, I, I pray. I pray I never have to mm-hmm. experience this because life is scary. No, that's crazy. Because if it comes at you, it comes at you fast, isn't it? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Dang, Dang, how sad is that? Yep. How sad is that? Um. So, yeah, are we done with this topic or do you want to talk more? I think we're done with it until... We, yeah. didn't, we didn't do no un- intro, you know. We just started talking. Oh! Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do intros anymore because it's just the two of us. And you know, I'm Yasha. I'm Mary. Yeah. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. I don't know. We're going to have to think about um, the next topic. Yeah. yeah, because I don't really have one. No. Maybe something will happen between now and um, on like Tuesday or Wednesday or something. Yeah, let's let's go. Yeah, let's let's wait for those days, and then we can come yeah. back on it. We yeah, and then we'll do like a thirty-minute one on whatever we can find out about. Yeah, yeah, that that would be cool. That would be cool. Right. Maybe, maybe something drastic will happen. What are you doing for the rest of the day anyway? <laughs> huh? I got a date. <laughs> oh, cute.